Hi, we're Judy here with Masachah Pesachim, Perikdala, Mishnah, Chet. Shishit Ram Asu Anshe Yericho. There were six practices of the people of Yericho, the city, you know, down in the uh, Jordan River Valley, uh, known for its date palms, and nowadays, uh, not a place where Jews are living, but in ancient times, very much a, uh, a city that was a, a major city for the Jewish people. And there were certain practices that they had locally. There were six things they did that were a little bit questionable. Three of them, the rabbis actually tried to stop them and said, no, 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 this is wrong. And three, they didn't say anything. Here are the ones they didn't say anything about. And this is why it comes up here. The people in Yericho were very involved in the growth of date palms. And date palms were an important uh, source of both nutrition, but also sugars. That's really where they got date honey, silan, for all kinds of things. And it was, a, it was a wealthy city, but this was the work they did. And they used to graft date palms to keep the trees in good shape and producing properly, etc. They would do it all day on Erev Pesach, and it was allowed because they wouldn't be able to do it over Cholomoed, and it was an important uh, important craft to be involved in for the city and for all the people. So they were allowed to do their grafting all day on Erev Pesach. Korchen Shema, they somehow abbreviated Shema. It's a debate whether they left out the, the words Baruch Shem Kavod Machotol after the line of Shema, or maybe they didn't really pause a whole lot between the words, but it was done to help them keep concentration, just to keep very focused, they keep going. I once saw this by uh, Belzer Hasidim in Yerushalayim, that uh, they seem to daven at the Belz Yeshiva, they daven very, very fast. And the theory is that if you're trying to always push the speed boundaries, that you can't help but be focused. You have to focus on the next word. You can't dilly-dally if you're trying to make a new speed record. Interesting. They would um, harvest and, or cut, cut down and make piles and stacks of grain even before the Korban Omer was brought. What this is has to do with the mitzvah of Chadash, but basically new grain that has grown is not allowed to be eaten. Uh, until such time, it grew over, let's say, the course of the uh, the winter or last summer. It can't be eaten until the Korban HaOmer is brought on the second day of Pesach. It's an Omer of barley. That's uh, where we get the name of counting the Omer starts then until Shavuot. But the bottom line is that there's grain that's forbidden to be eaten. In general, most places it would be it would be cut down, it would be harvested, and then left. Until such time as you could eat it, and then you would start stacking it. In Yericho, they would actually stack it, which means that they would sort of put it into a pile that looked like it was ready to go, even though you're not allowed to eat it yet. They, they trust themselves, and, and the, the rabbis didn't, didn't stop them. They could go that far. They can't eat it yet, but they can stack it if they really want to. Lo michu biadam. They didn't prevent them. Here are three things they did that the rabbis stopped and said, no, this is not okay. Matun gamziot shel hektesh. So gamziot are these soft branches on a tree. I read that I think it's a sycamore tree. That basically their ancestors had dedicated these trees to the Beit HaMikdash. They maintained that their ancestors had only dedicated the trunks of the trees. And therefore the soft branches coming out could be used by a person not by the temple, like it was for private use. And the rabbi said, no, 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 if they dedicated the trees, this is what grows from the tree. You can't do that. They would eat fruit that fell off a tree on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do it if it fell on Shabbos. They would find fruit on the ground and say, well, maybe it came from before Shabbos. And the rabbi said, yeah, but maybe it came on Shabbos. You have to wait till after Shabbos to eat the fallen fruit. Not like what they did. They would just eat it straight and say, maybe it was before Shabbos. The last thing that they did that the rabbis tried to stop was that they used to leave a corner of their vegetable fields for the poor. Now, leaving a corner of your field for the poor is a great thing. And it's a it's a mitzvah and so on and so forth. Um, it's a mitzvah for grain and it's a mitzvah for fruit trees. And you leave the corner. That corner is now not subject to taking truma or maser, for taking tithes for kohanim and levian, etc. And it could be eaten by any poor person. 
they used to do this for vegetables. So the nice thing was, oh, it's very nice here. You don't have to do it for vegetables. They did, and it sounds very good. You're giving more stuff to the poor. But what ends up happening is that because they're leaving those corners, they're not taking truma and monster off of it. And now the vegetables are actually usher to eat. It's forbidden to eat them if they're not tithed. Because they need to be tithed because they don't have the exemption of being properly part of the mitzvah of leaving a corner of your field. If the mitzvah applies, you don't need to tithe. But if the mitzvah does not apply and you're just doing a nice stringency, then you actually have to tithe it. And if you don't, people are eating things they shouldn't be eating.